Hi guys, welcome to the Fintech Coffee Break. I'm your host, Isabel Castro, and today I shared my coffee break with Manning Field, CEO of Follow. Follow is an investment platform that connects the movements of finance-focused influencers with individual investors. Users can subscribe to creators' financial feed, setting up portfolios that automatically mimic their movements. We spoke about their approach and the effects social media has had on investing. Hi, Manning. How are you? Welcome to the show. Good morning. Very, very nice uh, to meet you, and very nice. And thank you for having me. It's good. It's good. I'm really happy to have you here. Um, so, what gets you up in the morning? Um, outside of podcasts, um, what gets me up in the morning is is usually ideas. Um, I'm a strong believer in the the subconscious and using your subconscious, and so usually things get resolved sometime in the middle of the night then I wake up with ideas. Nice, nice. That's a good reason to wake up. Um, what brought you to founding Follow? You know, I've spent the last uh, 25 years of my professional life making products and financial services. Uh, I first started at, at J.P. Morgan and then spent uh, nearly 20 years there and then moved on to uh, help grow Acorns. I was a COO there for six years. And... Um, and just you know, the idea of making products and the idea of helping people do the right thing with their money was something that's uh, that was really motivating to me. And and as I look through the 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 eyes of of the five teenagers in my life, three of them are my kids, and two of them are my girlfriend's kids. Uh, just seeing how they engage with the world and see how they think about money and how they approach the topic of doing the right thing with their money um, is just very different than the way in which I grew up. And so so the idea to create a product that actually helps them do the right thing and helps them inspire and connects with them in a way that that works within their environment is is what inspired me to collaborate with my co-founders and, and, and create Follow. Okay, okay. This now is fitting into place because you guys focus on social investing, right? Um, so Correct. Maybe, Correct. maybe to begin with, uh, give me a little overview of what is social investing? Gosh, well, social investing, I think, is 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 an idea in, in financial services that's been out there. I think even before social networks, so it's been out there for some, quite some time. But I think it's been very, very difficult to execute against the, the idea. And there's been many, I think, well-intentioned and, and high-quality companies that have that have attempted to do this. But but um, but it's the idea where, and essentially, a lot of things in, in tech. And, and, and fintech are really just the digitization of analog things. And and and, and the conversations that you have uh, at Thanksgiving or around Christmas time or at a Super Bowl party with your friends about money and what are you doing with your money? I think that I think the the opportunity to connect those conversations to action and actually have that happen in the world of investing in money um, has existed for a long time because those conversations have always existed. So what no one's ever figured out is how do you actually turn that into a digital product and an experience that works at scale. Um, and so what we're trying to do here at Follow is take that analog idea uh, and and bring it to the digital world and do it in a way that is very consistent with how particularly young people interact with the world today. Okay. And is this mainly using kind of social media or how how does this work? Yeah. So so the 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 product that we have here at Follow is a platform. Think about it. Think of it as a as a marketplace that connects kind of well intentioned and thoughtful. 
we call them publishers or leaders on our platform. So these are social media influencers. So that's their presence is very big and they've got large audiences in social media across platforms like YouTube and, and TikTok and, and, and Twitter and Instagram and so forth and Discord. Um, and it allows them to connect to people who want to follow their ideas and, and, and engage with them on the content level. So think about part of our, our product is Substack or Patreon. The other part of our product is actually we're an investment advisor um, that's independent from all of these publishers and these leaders. But we what we create within our own with our own investment advisors, we create accounts that mimic the activities that the, these influencers actually have in their own personal trading accounts. And what that allows uh, a, a person to do on our platform who subscribes to the content, they also they open up an investment advisory account with us. What you can do is to automatically sync those moves and mimic those moves in a, in an influencer's account. And so what that allows you to do is allows you to kind of stay in sync, understand, learn their perspectives about, about how they think about money through their publications, and then also stay in sync with the moves that they make in their own portfolios. And so that is kind of the, the power of, of what it is that we've made. Um, and, and one of the key things. Uh, things that's that's helped enable this to happen is the fact that we're an investment advisor and the fact that we can do this automatically, and that's the that's the missing piece that's 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 existed in kind of all of the prior attempts here um, to make social investing happen. Okay, okay, and so what are the benefits of social investing? Why do we need this as a kind of investing strategy? Yeah, the the the, the benefits are. Right now, 50% of Americans don't invest in the stock market. Um, and you have to ask yourself why that is. And, and the main obstacle is really confidence in myself. I don't know what to do with my money. I don't know where to start. I don't know, you know, I don't think I'm going to walk into Morgan Stanley office and set up an account there because that's, that doesn't feel very accessible to me. Um, and so through personal relationships and through people that, that look and sound like me, that come from my same background and maybe that inspire me on, on platforms like social media, gives really access and entree to people who are not doing the right thing with their money or who don't know exactly what to do with their money. I think it's also compounded by the moment that we're in with respect to the markets and respect to trust in institutions. You know, we are, we are, uh, you know, four months away from, from, you know, FTX completely blowing up and, and stealing people's money. We've, you know, the, the markets have, have historically been up and to the right for, for most young people, and now they're not. Um, and uh, they might have opened up their own self-directed accounts uh, on platforms, and, and they probably have lost money, um, and they don't know what to do. And so uh, what we're creating is a platform for people through the through the the investment advisory that we have is actually to help them start to think about doing the right things. This isn't about like some quick like get three thousand percent returns. I mean that that's that's not the platform we're creating. That's not the people we bring onto our platform, and that's not the promise that we make. It's really about through the lens of diverse perspectives. How can I create a diversified investment strategy for myself, and how can I automate that? And so so we we believe the access point through these people. People and through social media is, is is a great way to reach people that aren't doing this themselves already. Okay, okay, yeah. The, a lot of people that I talk to uh, just in day-to-day uh, say that they don't know where to start with investing, so I can see how that really kind of appeals to any anyone that's just starting out, right? Um, there must be challenges with this. What would you say are the biggest challenges? Uh, the biggest challenge, I said there's two. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to make sure 
that that the, the people that you bring onto the platform, and this is on the on the influencer slash uh, publisher side, you just want to make sure that they're 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 uh, respectful of their audience, that they're community oriented, and they have good takes. Um, so just think about that as a, like a quality uh, uh, concern. Um, so just make sure we're, um, we're we're putting the best set of options in front of uh, a consumer so that they can choose who who works best for them. Uh, so that's that's challenge number one. Um, and we've got techniques that we use to manage that challenge. The, the, the other challenge is how to do this in a way that is consistent with the law and consistent with the SEC regulations. Um, and, and, and that probably is a more significant challenge than the, than the quality challenge. Um, but we've worked really, really hard to design a structure that works within the rules established um, and uh, and has the right controls and and has all of the things that makes it not only legal and compliant, but also makes it very simple for the, the end user and the customer. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's, not, that's that's the that's the hard part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it sounds like you are on it to kind of rise up to that challenge. Um, you did mention that before it was it has been difficult to bring this kind of analog social investing onto the digital platform um why why has it happened now and why is a good time to focus on it now like what do you think it yeah. brings yeah i think i think i think it's the combination of two moments in time why now is right for this the first one is um Basically, you've seen this explosion through kind of the pandemic that we've just come through and, and, and young people's interest in the category. You've seen an explosion in just the, the audience reach of, of these influencers. So the aggregate audience reach across all the top 10 influencers across all the top 10 platforms is something in the neighborhood of 53 million people. So it's very large. Um, you know, three or four years ago, it wasn't it, it wasn't nearly that large. So you've seen just an explosion in the voices and the power of those voices and the, and the attention that they command and the way in which they engage with young people. So that that's that's one reason why now. The second one is this probably is a less interesting idea when every day the stock market goes up <laughs> mm-hmm. um, because the the idea of understanding what's happening, you're not really confronted with that question as, as, as a consumer because everything's everything every day is up. And if you study the history of markets, that's not how this is. That's not how it works. It's just we were in a moment in time um, over the last three or four years where that just happened to be true. Um, and now we're when the markets are more choppy and you know we're going through you know activity that the Fed is doing, what's happening with inflation, it was a little bit more uncertain. And you see that every day in in, in the swings of the market. Um, and so the how to help someone navigate that those swings and how to think a little bit more long term um, is, is is where a, a platform like ours can really help people identify with a set of perspectives that might help them more confidently navigate the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, when crypto was on a high, uh, I did talk to quite a few people who kind of just followed the movements of their favorite investors, right? Um, yeah. what, what do you feel like a platform like follow will give these people that maybe they don't have just from following the people on social media or whatever? Yeah. Well, I think it's, it's actually aligning ideas and perspectives with action. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And, and, you know, the product vision that we have for Follow is that portfolios of the future are actually portfolios of people um, and, and not portfolios of tickers and asset classes and, you know, those very complex mathematical things like sharp ratios. I mean, listen, we do all of that, but we try to abstract that away because that becomes that actually uh, speeds into the lack of accessibility for the for the everyday investor. Um, you know, that's part of our job as the investment advisor to actually take that work on. But our, our job is to first make sure in the marketplace we have as diverse of a set of perspectives as possible um, around you know, and diversity in every definition of that word, including how they think about investing. And then as an advisor, you know, we do things like suitability because we have a fiduciary responsibility for the client. And it's like, how do we help them discover who might be right for them? And and likely that is not just a single individual, but it's actually the combination of individuals. That's why portfolios of the future are portfolios of people. Because also that that connection, that kind of human connection in digital product and with particularly with money is actually quite important. Um, so I so it's really about kind of this portfolio of people that we will help you assemble and using the the tried and true principles of diversification and, and helping people understand that is actually quite, you know, quite core to the product experience we we're creating. So if you actually come into our product, what you'll see is a rope. And it's actually that we communicate performance of, uh, uh, you know, the performance of your portfolio as a client through a rope. And what that is, 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 is a metaphor for actually kind of using the threads of the rope to communicate the strength of the relative strength and diversity. Um, because the, the more threads you have, the stronger and more durable that rope is and it can endure the ups and downs because every day it's going to be ups and downs and, and, and conditioning people to understand that and to understand the principles of diversification and long-term thinking is, is core to what it is that we do. So aligning them with perspectives and portfolios inside of our advisor, I mean, that is the core that's the core advisory work that we do for our clients. Okay, okay. Um, and, well, last year, there was various influencers, social media influencers, that got fined for providing kind of financial advice online um, or promoting certain assets. Why do you think this happened? And how do you guys find a balance, like onboarding the people that you follow and all of that? Yeah, so so we vet our influencers. You know, to address that first problem earlier on in your discussion around quality, so so we vet them, um, and we also have other controls that would protect us from participating in some of those activities that were um, that, that you know that, that were found by the SEC and and those those you know those criminals were fined, um, and, and and so. Our screening process definitely, because actually they came to us and, and we, we we rejected those, those folks. Um, but uh, but um, also we don't trade in securities. A lot of this activity is in, in like low, like what they call pink sheet. Um, so very low market cap, high volatility, low liquidity uh, stocks. Um, they're not even available. So we have a we have a restricted stock list on our portfolio. Basically, think of it as like the Russell three thousand and above. So. So we are really focused on quality and we also don't en enable things on our platform like pattern day trading and, 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 and activities like that. So, so we screen out you know, any influencers that, that, that perform that kind of activity. And then, and then we ask for things like brokerage statements and we get access to their other accounts that are, aren't the ones associated with us as part of our monitoring process, just to make sure we're being very sensitive to anything with respect to market manipulation. Okay. Okay. Cool. Nothing's bulletproof on this one, but we've got lots of controls in place, and 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 we take that vigilance very seriously. Yeah, it sounds like it. Um, 
Looking at the current wealth creation industry, where do you think it's headed in the next 10 years? And what do you guys hope to achieve? Um, you know, I'm an, I'm an optimist is my natural resting place. Um, and so I'm very bullish on the opportunity to continue to get young people and retail investors more involved. Um, you know, and, and I think I think the entire industry, both the incumbents uh, and, and startups like 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 the one that I that I have a good fortune to lead, um, are going to continue to push on that. You know, I think when you combine that with the massive um, generational wealth transfer that's going to happen over the next ten or fifteen years, I think you're going to have. Um, I think there's going to be real pressure on the traditional industry to hold those assets um, because the decisions parents and grandparents make with their money are going to be different than, than, than the young people that, that inherit those, those assets. And, and so, and I think, you know, what, what platforms like, like ours and, and others out there continue to challenge is how to, how to make the user experience really, really top notch, how to make it very clear, how to not make it complicated and, and, and how to keep fees down. I mean, I think those, those are the things that are really going to put pressure on the incumbents, particularly as the young people start to take control of, of, of money that's that's uh, that's traditionally been locked up in, in the bigger institutions. Mm-hmm. You make me very excited about the future. <laughs> I'm very excited about the future. Um, <laughs> I can see it through the, the, the eyes of my kids. And, and, and I, I, you know, I part of this is, you know, you ask me why, what gets me up in the morning is like, you know, designing something for them. Mm-hmm. Um well, it's a really, really good motivation, and I'm glad that there are cust- um, there are businesses like yours that are making it more accessible. Because, I mean, when I was growing up, it definitely wasn't accept- accessible. But my brother, who's 12 years younger, is now already yeah. thinking about this kind of thing. So it's great. Um, so I've got two more questions. Uh, sure. A piece of advice that you have been given that you would give to other people. Um, with respect to investing, um, just get started. Okay. Just, just like, just get started. It doesn't even matter what that first step is, but that's the most important one. Nice. Okay. I'm going to get started tomorrow. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and your final question, which is the curveball question, which I chose a random, uh, before coming on. Um, what is, if you had to choose a theme tune, for your life, what would it be? Oh, um, I will survive. I will survive. Nice. Okay, cool. I'm getting some really like good answers to these kind of questions. I, I like that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for that. Um, and well, how can people get a hold of you? How can they follow you? How can they follow? follow? Oh gosh, um, I uh, Twitter is probably the best way. Or, or my LinkedIn. Um, it's, an, it's 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 really complicated. It's at Manning Field on Twitter and it's Manning Field on LinkedIn. So, I uh, those are probably the two best places to to track me down. Okay, perfect. Well, thank you so much for your time. It's ha- I've really enjoyed having you on the show. Um, oh well, thank you. <laughs> have a good rest of your day. All right, I appreciate you. Have a good one. As always, you can reach out and chat with me on my personal LinkedIn or Twitter at Izzy Castro Writes, that's spelled I-Z-Y. But for access to great daily content, check out Fintech Nexus on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. You can also sign up for our daily newsletter, bringing news straight to your inbox. 
For more fintech podcast fun, check out the website where you can find more fascinating conversations hosted by Peter Renton and Todd Anderson. That's it from me. Until next time, enjoy your downtime. Thank you.